You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac Insu. Can build cities, can transform the world write all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Sue. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Welcome in. One hour down. Three to go. Like, did I hear, did they, I thought they were doing the MRI on Simons tomorrow. Is that where they were just saying that it was a... No, we we officially got word on got it. it. Uh, we got it right when we were going on the air today. They have the results of the MRI. Okay. It is a, a grade two uh, ankle sprain. They're going, they don't have a timetable for his return right now. That'll be determined after the break. Okay. I, because everything we were hearing is that sucker was bad and the swelling was so bad they were pushing until Friday, but I guess it got done today. So I, I mean, grade two, I... I still don't think you see him back for a month. <laughs> you know, I just unless you're just you're you're convinced that that you can survive. But I mean, you're in eleventh place right now in a league um, that is relying on scoring. You're not going to play defense. That uh, just that just seems like a, a tall that seems like a tall hill to climb. And if he's out for a month, that may be the. I'm not going to say that the full tank is on, but with the rise of, of, of Phoenix coming out west, I'm just not certain that that going all in right now with a with a banged up Anthony Simons, it's going to be out. I would assume at least three to four weeks. I mean, look at Justice Winslow and his. I mean, he could be out for the rest of the year, even with a grade two. So it'll be interesting to see once we get back from the All Star break exactly what the mentality is in in, in Portland. It's been such a tough year health wise for the Blazers. They had a number of years where they were relatively healthy. Yeah. And you know, you got Nurk that's been out, Dame's I, I think been they in and said, out. I think they Grant's said that got a concussion. The, the nine your nine deep rotation that you started the year with never played together. Not a single game has They've never played together. Never played together. And now it's some unreal. of that's you know with GP two and he's gone. But yeah, you didn't you've not had a single game where all nine of the guys uh were were healthy. And I, I just, it's it's too bad because Dame doesn't have that many more years. And, well, and he's been so and he's good an this all-time year. heater he's, right now. He's playing as good as he ever has right now. I mean, there's, I mean, Steph Curry came out today. There was, or might have been yesterday that I saw a clip floating around on a press conference. Where he goes, yeah, Lillard's the best point guard in the NBA it, this year. I mean, look, it's Steph's still Steph, but yeah, Damian Lillard has been the best point guard in the NBA this year, and you're 11th. So, I mean, that stings, and I just, I, I can't see, any sort of big push without Simons. Like this, this league is built around, you know, guys that can create their shot. And right now you have one guy, you have one guy. And I'm just, I'm not convinced if he's out for any, any stretch of time. And I can't imagine he bounces back after the all-star break on a grade two ankle that you heard looked really bad. 
I, this isn't going to be a Pat Mahomes and you're out there gutting it out for the next week. So I just think if, if you're Portland, this may just be the, you know, you, you play the young guys, see what you have in Thibault and see what you have, play Shaden Sharp all the minutes and, and kind of go from there and you, you kick it ahead to, to next year. Again, you're, you're, so that's my question. Here's my question to you. You said kick it ahead to next year. Yeah. Do you, this is a showcase of your assets or it's development. And it's, it's one of the two. That's not my question. I mean, sure. you either are both. developing your young guys or, right, this offseason, because without Dame ha- being on his heater, and I know they've had injuries, they're 11th with Dame <laughs> having his best season of his career, <laughs> and or Grant, one of the best And Grant started out, Grant's had a nice year. I know he's, he's had the concussion problem, but for a while there, for the first couple months, Grant was an all-star. He's tapered off. Right, but... so you re-sign, say you re-sign Grant. That's what everybody expects is going to happen. Well, you have to. Otherwise you have to. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you're, I mean, I'm just saying, that's yeah. a given. Yeah. Do you trade your young assets, including maybe Simons and Sharp, and say we have to push the chips in because the timeline for Simons and Sharp is not the same as the timeline for Dame? Or do you say, let's hope they accelerate it, let's add a few pieces, let's hope we stay healthy, and that we can make a run with Dame, Sharp emerges more quickly than than we anticipate, Grant is there, Nurk's there, Simons takes a step forward next year when he's healthy from this ankle, and then again we add another piece. How do you approach it? I would because go, it, I, it, it I, feels like it's a fork in the road at the end of this year. It I would like go you Phoenix. have to go all in. I would go Phoenix. Look, Phoenix, yeah. and, and look, in three years from now, if they don't win a title then this you're going to look like a bunch of boobs, especially if the young guys that you trade out to Brooklyn, although it sounds like neither one of those guys really wants to be in Brooklyn. So in the offseason, nobody wants to be. Apparently no, nobody. Not no Harden, one. not Irving, so, not Durant. So Bridges could be on the move next year. By the way, you know, you want to talk about going all in. Portland may make a move for that in the offseason. He's a name that you hear floating out there that maybe they take some of the young assets and, and make a play for there. But I love the fact that Phoenix said, screw it. Phoenix went all in. So if, if it's me... You have said all along that you're not dealing Damian Lillard, that this is about maximizing Lillard. And to me, if Simons has shown you what he is, and he's a he's a 20-point scorer in the NBA. and Very valuable. Very valuable. And he's young and sharp, uh, appears to have the makings of something quite special. Never played a game in college, and you look at what he's doing this year, Look, there's there's a long way to go until he proves himself, but there's something there, and he may get there right when Dame is ready to be done. So, <laughs> so to me, honestly, like unfortunately, so to me, if the off season rolls around, and and look, I, I'm just, I'm not saying he's available, but let's say Philly flames out again, right? Out out east, it appears it's it's Boston, Milwaukee, but Philly's right there at, at, at the third spot. Mm-hmm. Let's say that thing flames out, right, and. And and beads like screw this, oh, right? Man, I don't, I'm I don't not. Think that's happening. I'm not doing this. I'm just saying for the the sake of argument. Okay. Two ones, three ones, sharp and Simons for Embiid. Yeah, go. Well, you, yeah, if you can. Yeah, but you I, can. I don't think you. But can I'm do saying that. that that is a Kevin Durant like haul. Like it, you're talking about yeah. someone like that. I'm not saying that you do that for. You know, Mikael Bridges. You're saying a bona fide star. I, not, none of this bubble all star no, stuff anymore. Bubble a real true BS. All-star. Because yeah, none yeah. of that. That's the one thing that I am. I am. I'll go with Rob on that. Rob gets very frustrated and yells and says, "Do something! Do something!" And I'm not of the the ilk of do something for something mediocre. Jeremy Grant was a nice piece. Jeremy Grant was a borderline all star. And is having a really nice year. He has been what you wanted him to be. And along with Simons, who's a 20-point scorer, an emerging really good young player in this league, and Lillard, who's playing as good as he ever has, I'd make the argument Lillard's a top 
11 player, 12 player in the NBA right now. Oh, best for, yeah, best point sure. guard in the for NBA. For sure, yes. This year. And it's netted you 11th. It's netted you 11th. So I don't want that. I want, if you're going to give up Simons and you're going to give up Sharp, and I'm fine doing that. You take two very young assets. I think that would be a very attractive piece to a team that has to rebuild like Brooklyn, where you get a star that says, I am not doing this anymore. Screw this. I'm not sticking around. Sharp, Simons, and a couple ones should net you a really, like a legitimate star. True all-star. And when's the last time Portland has had anything outside of Damian Lillard, which you're not dealing, what would get you a legitimate star? Because right. I think that package does. I think that package can get you a legitimate star. And you pair that with Grant, you pair it with Lillard, and whatever pieces that you can, you know, whether it's Thibault or Nurk or, you know, whatever you can, you know, uh, Justice Winslow, you sprinkle sure. around. That, to me, is what Phoenix just did. And, again, it's a short window. And with Lillard, you're probably saying, hey, we have to win a title in three years. But that's the one. If, if we're going to sit here and say what happens in the offseason that gets someone's uh, sports pants tight, that's the move. And you can't sit there and be like, well, you know, Simons and Sharp may grow up and, you know, the first round. Screw it. If you can land a legitimate star, an MVP type, you think anyone in Phoenix right now is sitting around being like, well, I, you know, those two guys we gave up may end up being great all-stars and they're great two-way players and God, our future. No, you know what they're saying right now? Holy F. We just landed Kevin Durant. And for the next two to three years, we have the, arguably the best core of any team in the NBA. And a way better shot than we had before. Yeah. I I just, the thing that I've had a hard time with with Portland the last few years, and it's both with the fans and the franchise, because the fans seem to very quickly, at least based on the text line, buy into like, okay, they're making a run, Jeremy Grant. And it's like, do you watch the other teams in the NBA? Because Jeremy Grant's a borderline all-star. There is no other bona fide all-star with Dame. How many teams in the last few years have won a title with a with their best player being a really good point guard. I mean, I get people are going with Warriors, but that's not my point. And then no other bona fide all-star on the team. Yeah. The answer is zero. No one's done it. In fact, no one in league history has done it. Maybe the maybe you could argue the Pistons, but again, they even had like Joe Dumars and, and pieces. Nobody's done it. And so Portland has done this, we're going to die on the hill of Dame. We're going we're to ride Dame as, as long as we can. And I, I love Dame, and they should build a statue of him when he retires, and he's amazing. But if you do that, don't you owe it to him to one time not say let's develop the assets around you one time, just once in his career, push all the chips in and say, here, here is Pascal Siaka. I mean, here's some, here's Bam. Here's, here's, here's something. Here's a real player. Like, here's, you said Embiid. Here's a, just. I was just trying to think of the the biggest pie in the sky if you could, like, holy hell. And I'm not, I'm not taking shots. I'm just saying, give him one bona fide, true all-star. None of this, if CJ were in the East, he'd have made an all-star game or two. None of this, Jeremy Grant's a borderline all-star, and if you squint, he's a, you know, he's a bubble all-star kind of guy. That's pretty good. And I like Jeremy Grant. He's a nice three or four on a on a contender. He's not two. Get a real two. Get a real two and and see what you can do. Because Portland's never done it. And now we're getting to the point where Dame is giving you his absolute best and you're 11th. It's not enough anymore. It's not good enough anymore. Maybe they can trade for Dak Prescott. <laughs> 
right? Isn't isn't he a bona fide star according I, to you? I hate you. Well, I'm just like I I, I thought you. we were talking about trading for bona fide stars. I hate you every of the month. And didn't you say just like like 20 minutes ago that Dak was the best quarterback in the NFC? I was, so I was wondering. Is that, that that's no? not exactly what I said? But I feel like it's what you said. It's not exactly. It's what I, it's what I heard. You know, just saying. Maybe we maybe. can go with it. Can Dak play? Can Can Dak play the shooting guard? Man, I'm, can, ne- can, I'm can never he, gonna live. Can he this up? down? Can he Dak thing? I like Dak. <laughs> Buck, what is you had a friend that uh, texted in about? This? Yeah, my best friend's a Cowboys fan, and uh, and I earlier today he was saying how terrible Dak is, and I'm like, he can't be terrible. He's man of the year, and he goes, No, nah, I don't. I don't buy it for a second. I think he's a bad guy. He was a good PR team. <laughs> He's raised a ton of money for cancer research and suicide prevention. I'm like, hey, dude, you're the Cowboys and, fan. This since his seem to mom and brother died, <laughs> it's the wrong shot to take. You know what? If if you want to go down this road, because how I, Cowboys fan is that for you? I actually, that's the most Cowboy fan thing ever. He's not the man of the year. He's a jerk. I could, because I do have it in my notes to defend a Dallas Cowboy that would be harder to defend than Dak Prescott. I do have that. Oh, I, I don't. don't I don't know if I'll get to You're it. You're not going to do the Zeke defense. I, look, I'm don't not, you dare do the Zeke defense. I'm just saying. I think that there is a stronger case that could be made for a certain Dallas Cowboy that is not named Dak Prescott. If we're going to go down the road of who has been really beneficial to the Dallas Cowboys, but I'm not sure I want to do that because I, I enjoy your hot Dak you, Prescott you know, dangling in the in the, in the Dak breeze. <laughs> I'll do this though with the NFL uh, Man of the Year thing. Can you buy your way out of being a horrible human being? Because one guy tried, and I, I might be on board with this. That's, I mean, and for some, like a Deshaun Watson, maybe not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. That when we come back. You got prime time here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I'm going to bail you out here due to your horrid Dak Prescott take. No, don't bail me out. I'm 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 going to bail you out. I'm going to bail you out because... Your Dak Prescott take, it's the worst decision you made since your man bun. It's but it's not an ideal decision. I, I almost immediately regret it. Yeah, you do. Because and, and who would you rather go with as your your best quarterback? It's all right, you can say it. You can say it. Next year. The fight in Dan Campbell's just say it. If the just Cowboys get a better wide no, receiver no, too, no, no, Dak will have a better no. year than what Jalen did you Hurts. say during the break? I what did you say? My man in Detroit. Just say it. 
Say it. The fighting Dan Campbells. No, I didn't say golf did. was better than no. I did not. Yeah. You're trying to know. I said who else would it? Who yeah, else could be yeah, second? Yeah. Golf, the leader of the fighting Dan Campbells. That's right. I did my, not say my golf quarterback. Would be better than Hurts. My quarterback. That's hysterical. That's, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. No, I did not say that. All right, this is where I'll, I I saw this today and I thought it was very interesting. That's funny. Because I'll bury you. I'll, I'll bail you. We were gonna. I, we were talking some NBA, but I was gonna get into some Kevin Love stuff, but we'll do that later. I saw that uh, Zeke's, uh, Zeke, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, his, his reps have said that they've been in communication with the Cowboys. And he said that they will determine Zeke's value. They'll sit down because the Cowboys have basically said, you either restructure or you're gone. They're going to cut him. And they don't, Zeke doesn't want to go anywhere else because, look, his market uh, is not going to be great. <laughs> right? So, But he also doesn't want to be insulted. So they're going to try to come up with some sort of some sort of agreement here, and I'm not certain if they'll do that or not. But Zach is be or Zeke has become a uh, a real punching bag, and I get it. He's not even the best back in Dallas. Tony Pollard's a better back, but Tony Pollard's coming off a big injury, so maybe you know his value does go up a little bit for Dallas. But I saw this today, and I thought it was very interesting. Because would you make the argument that over the last, I'll say, five years, there hasn't been a a Pro Bowl caliber player that gets more flack than Zeke does? I think he's as big a punching bag in the NFL as there is. I'm trying to think of someone else that takes the the crap that he does. You mean ha- having kind of fallen off now? Because I don't feel like he's Pro Bowl caliber anymore. I mean, well, I- maybe not last year, but he's he's been in depth for the last seven seasons, right? Yeah, even, he's been pretty solid. Even when Zach, or I keep saying Zach, even when Zeke was really good, he had his doubters there in, in, in Dallas. And people, when they gave him the contract and... And, and people act like he has just been this this kind of bum in Dallas. People and, were complaining at first that he was showing up fat or overweight. They didn't like that. There were some off-field antics. There was some I think questions he, about buy-in. I think he peaked as the seventh or eighth best running back in the league. All right. Well, so this is this is where I will defend. This is where I, the hill I will die on because of how good his O line was, as a, as opposed to your horrid Dak Prescott <laughs> take. Okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I was the teammate of this man for one year, okay. and he is in the Hall of Fame. Would anyone argue that Terrell Davis was not a phenomenal running back? No, he was absolutely a phenomenal running back. His career lasted seven years. Short. Short, right? Cut short. And the year that I had him, he was he was basically done. But when he was healthy, when he would get injections into his knee, holy hell, was that still a... And, and hell of a nice guy, too. Really enjoyed my brief time that I had around Terrell Davis. In seven seasons... Terrell Davis, 7,607 yards, 60 rushing touchdowns, 169 receptions, played with John Elway, couple Super Bowls, Hall of Fame. Terrell Davis was an absolute workhorse, and we loved him. In seven seasons, Ezekiel Elliott, 2016 through 2022, just last year when everyone's still bagging on him, 8,262 rushing yards, 80 rushing touchdowns, 305 receptions. Four seasons with unequivocally the best offensive line in the NFL. Let me ask you this. Uh, who was the best offensive line when Terrell Davis was playing? Mm, 
Oh, Cowboys were in the top, or the Broncos were in the top two or three. After Terrell Davis left, uh, didn't they have like four other backs from Gary Anderson to Garrison Hurst? And it didn't, Mike Anderson, they just kept churning out thousand yard seasons. Shanahan system. Shanahan system. Didn't he we're play with this? With the Niners didn't he too. play with this guy by the name of John Elway? Wasn't that he helps. pretty good? And they that had helps. Tom Nalen there, one of the all time great centers. And yeah, but like if, when you look at the advanced stats in terms of like yards after contact, when you look at yards expected, I, yards over expected, Zeke is middling at best. And in fact, he's he's horrible now but even two years ago he was not good 7600 yards yeah i know 8200 but... yards 60 80 169 305 i get it look i'm not sitting here and trying to this is why i said this is going to be a horrid take like your dak prescott take but i'll it's tell you good, what i appreciate you doing this for me i can make a much better argument that zeke has been a better player over those seven seasons than dak prescott I'll take Dak's numbers and say, who are we going to put him up? Find me another Hall of Famer that we're going to put him up over the seven years. Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a, an elite back. And, he, and, and Tony Pollard is a better back. But no player gets less credit for the seven seasons that he put in. Seven seasons that if, if Dallas had been better, if Dallas had won a Super Bowl, if Zeke had blown out his knee... If Terrell Davis is the only difference between Terrell Davis and Zeke is John Elway and a couple Super Bowls. I'll contend one other thing, and that is when Zeke was at his very best, he faced like a six-game suspension for assault, and that never happened to Terrell Davis. The, so the like, other th- if in the very prime of his career, he had an, an, an ugly off-field thing happen And he to still him. put up better numbers the than other Terrell piece, Davis. Yeah, yeah. The other piece is he has been the poster boy for running backs aren't as valuable. He was taken really high yep. right in the peak of running backs are not worth high picks. He was like the last guy that people took high that draft analysts were like, never, ever do this. And so the bar was so high for him early that always, even if he ran for 1,300, 1,400 yards, people were like, wow, he's wildly overrated. You can't take a running back there. He sucks. So you're right. And yet he He put up ridiculous numbers. He coincides with an era in which analysts overwhelmingly decided we are just going to bag on running backs, and he was the poster boy. That part I agree with. Do you want to know who has the most overrated career in the history of the NFL at running back? Oh, I was going to say, Joe Namath is the answer to that question. (laughs) The answer at running back is unequivocally is Eddie George. Eddie George, and no one knows, nine-year career ran for over 10,000 yards, right? Yeah. He only averaged more than four yards a carry twice. And his best year... They just gave him the ball a ton. It was before they said, don't overload running backs. He averaged 3.3 yards a carry. He just got so many carries that he had like a 1,200-yard, 15-touchdown that, that season. Jeff Fisher, uh, that Ed, Jeff Fisher high-powered Eddie, offense. Eddie that George is was a below... Nine bull- <laughs> is, is a below-average quarter a running back statistically in terms of yards per carry almost every single year of his career. And we talk about him like he was one of the best running backs of the 90s. And he was not good at all. Well, he, he took a pounding. In and early 2000s. There is something to be said for being able to take that many carries. I saw it. There was a, I just read the headline today. There was a back that said he was ready to, for 500 carries this next year. Who was it? No, he's not. Yeah. I, there <laughs> no, was a, there doesn't was matter not. who you are. No, you're not. There, no, was you're a, not. there was a headline today, and it's driving me crazy. I didn't write it down because I was like, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, I'll look it up during the break. Yeah, someone today there was they was like hey, he announces he's taking care of his body. He's ready for 500 carries. So I was like, have fun. You know who uh, looked like they were ready for 500 carries? <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> in the Super Bowl. He got juice, man. Yeah. Looked like he could carry the load 500 times next year. And that's the 
and the tough part about running backs is they're like they're like center fielders that play like Eric Davis style that fling their body around. It looks so fun and it looks it, it's awesome to watch them. But God, you want to talk about a toll on your body? Guys that run like that, King Griffey Jr. Yeah, late they, in his career, they just yeah. don't. You just don't last. You can't run like that. You just you can't run like that in the NFL year after year after year. You can't because when it when it falls off, boy does it happen fast. Which is why you know you find seventh round picks out of Rutgers that no one's heard of before, and he just runs like a bat out of hell, and you love it. But I feel bad for him because like you run that style. Hey man, welcome to a three year NFL career because you're just, you're you're not lasting that way. You can't run like the Tasmanian Devil, and that's kind of the. That's the crappy part of that position. That if if I was an NFL GM, I would never pay a second contract to an NFL running back. I would never do it. I would just draft one. Like I, I would just realize like you, you're drafting one every three to four years, and you're just we're just gonna keep turning. <laughs> we're just gonna keep turning it over. And you're probably signing a couple from the undrafted free agent pool every year. Seriously, it's yeah. the one position. Roll the dice. Roll the if, dice. Especially roll if I have an expensive quarterback, I would never sign, and I don't care who it is. What if I, what if they're also a good slot receiver? Like they do both. Maybe, okay. maybe. But even then, again, Christian McCaffrey, how'd that work out? Because he was the ultimate guy like that. Now he worked out in San Francisco, but it's the first year. Since his rookie year that he's been healthy, I just in a league where I have to make business decisions across the board. Yeah, especially that's what, not where you're putting your money. It's not where I'm putting yeah, my money. I'll do it, it if I'll, I'll I'll do it if I've got a rookie quarterback. Well, and the 49ers have proven that even though McCaffrey was great, they didn't necessarily need him to do that. You looked at the guys they had before that: Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell, all four, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys that could just get the job done nearly as well. Yeah, yeah and like, who knew what they needed yeah. was a fifth quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I love I love Saquon Barkley, but they're talking about like the you know Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and what do you do with them in New York? And I know this is crazy because I wouldn't pay Daniel Jones the $30 million either, but if I have to choose between Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, come on down. I'm not paying. I'm not paying Saquon Barkley. He had a, he had a nice year. Is, the answer is neither. Neither, but right, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound like it's going to happen. I'm saying you, you got to pick one. I just – I don't care. I, the, the fans love Mo. He sells tickets, jerseys, great. Now you'll love the next guy that we bring in. Yeah, thanks for coming. You know, uh, Clyde Edwards-Elair was great in Kansas City until he wasn't. And they're like, hey, we moved on and we found someone else. It's just the nature of the beast. It's just I, I would never pay those guys in the NFL. Use them up. Four years, thanks for coming. All right, we come back in the news. Here, though, is Buck with SportsCenter. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome in. 440 Hot 5 at 5 coming up. Club 1080. We'll talk about selling your organs. Maybe not for money, though. This is actually like a bill that's... Someone's trying to push you in a, in, a, in a state where you can sell your organs, but not for money. It's Uh-oh. it's very like dystopian. Crypto? Yeah, it's it's a real like 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 very... Matt Damon like sci fi Bitcoin. <laughs> right, right, right. What is a Bitcoin up to now? Is that twenty? They just hit their highest since August of last year, like twenty five. I think right below twenty five. I'm not selling an organ for twenty five G's. Twenty five. Twenty three thousand seven. A kidney. 
You have a kidney for one, one fitty. Yeah, how many organs do we have that we only need one of or that we can, you know, spare the other one? I think you can give up part of your liver. And I think I think it regrows if you got a healthy one. Yeah, I think when they do liver transplants, you give up a part of it and then yours regrows and you have to be careful. So that's going to be a lot because I like to drink. Uh, And so you're good. The the, the part of my liver, uh, well, that's going to cost you a quarter mil. And would anyone else even want it? Oh, my liver's great, man. My, well, my so tolerance. You're, you're saying it does its job well. Okay. Oh, my liver is a machine. But it's if like, you beat it up, use it up too he's much. He's challenged it. He's tested it. Yeah. It's weathered, but yeah. it's still like, It's like churning. a muscle car that's It's still like just if Zeke nice. was still averaging five and a half yards of pop. <laughs> I have the I have a young Ezekiel Elliott liver. It it <laughs> takes a pound it and keeps coming back. Look, and maybe later in its career. Look, it's it's gonna feel it, and then we're gonna have to like go to you know we have to go to some supplemental things. I'll t- I'll tell you what. We the other day we talked about how much to have dog poop smashed in your face. Yeah, you could smash dog poop in my face a whole lot of times before I'd be willing to give up. Yeah, my in terms of cost and yeah. value, we always you know? get yeah, get that like the, you, the you, liver would be like a hundred thousand. Smashing dog poop in my face would be like ten grand. It always sucks too because it's always some selfish family member. It's like, oh, I need a kidney, and they're like, give me one. I'm like, mm. you're like seventeenth on my list. Of yeah, people I'm not like happy about that. Like, just because we're family doesn't necessarily mean that I'm just giving up my organ. What happens if I need it back? Are you gonna be real? Are you gonna be forthcoming with giving me that sucker back? And you know that anyone is just gonna say, well, I would do it for you, and yeah, only about half. The time is their truth exactly. behind that. How many how many family members do you think? How far does the list go before you'd say, you know what? I don't think I, I don't think I can do it. Well, th- does it include my kids? Yeah, your kids count. Damn I'm it, saying all that's, family because that's three. <laughs> that's right. three. Right. Look, uh, like how much do you really it, love it, your partner? Does it stop it? Does it stop it? <laughs> does it stop at three? It's I like mean, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm I'm not answering the question. Like, I'm just asking. It's like five. Because <laughs> I mean, my kids, I wouldn't even think about it. I'll take a bullet for my kids. But, uh, yeah, I'll go five. I'm going five. That's good. Not naming them. <laughs> Not naming Just them. Just five. That's up for you to figure out. I got five. Well, and then, like, my mom's old. My mom's very old. I got to start doing some math on that when you're like, eh. It also depends. How like, long does it prolong you versus a takeaway from me? Is this life-saving or is this just improving your life? Because if it's just improving your life, things are pretty good yeah, for you is, now. And I can really keep my kidney and feel good about it. What about that dialysis machine? How much does one of those run me? All right. <laughs> it is, uh, what is it? Is it uh, February 16th, uh, year of our Lord 2023. It is time for In the News. I am your noted news contributor. It is National Almond Day. Almonds are delightful. Yes. But, you know, you, I, I really, I like to, you got to have something sprinkled on those almonds. This is going to make me sound like a bougie bitch, but I've gotten very spoiled about almonds. I like the Marcona variety. Like, you get the kinds with that have, like, the no skin on them. You fancy bitch. Yeah, oh they're, like, truffly, God. little garlicky. What are you yeah. doing? Now, Marcona almonds, that's where it's at. The uh, I'll try them, by the way. They're I, so good. <laughs> and the, like, I don't know if these are the same thing, but Trader Joe's has, like, a... Yeah, they're, they're skinless almonds. Yeah, Costco's got a great pack right now. It's kind of flavored. And, yeah, they come in, like, a truffle oil. And I'm sure yeah. they're terrible for you because oh, it's yeah. soaked in oil and whatever. But they are, they're, like, crack. It's like the perfect bar snack. They're so freaking good. I, I got love a, them. I got a text uh, yesterday from my daughter's school that, excuse me, but you've been giving your daughter peanut butter sandwiches, and oh, we are a peanut-free zone. We can't send it so to the daycare, yeah. today, I will be stopping at the store on the way home and buying some almond butter for her sandwiches. Because really? we're at that. Oh, we can't do oh. any nut anything. No peanut, no almond, no whatever. Can't send I said peanut, so I'm doing almond until they tell me no. When did that become... Like I, when I was a kid, get your own table, peanut boy. I don't remember. Look, and I don't want any kid to go into shock. I don't want to do that Pulp Fiction needle to the heart thing. But when did that? 
I don't remember a single kid growing up ever here did were kids just dropping dead back in the day or are we have we done something to our children where now like every kid has a peanut allergy can you imagine i mean we went through grade school and i had peanut butter and jelly sandwich i went through stretches where i liked a turkey sandwich my lunch but probably in elementary school five of my seven years in elementary school nothing but pb and j's J's. and no one said anything but it does now it's not even allowed it does feel like there's a newer generation of kid that is like not that the peanut butter messes them up, man. Like they're I don't also know what the it is. same kids that can't have what's the what's the gluten free or gluten allergy. It's, it's somehow tied. I'm, I've decided the gluten free people. <laughs> also, I've talked to some gluten free people who say it's it's. I don't act. I'm not actually like I don't actually need to do it. I, it's just a choice. It's, is it? Is the peanut thing in some cases this is, just a choice? This is. I don't want to risk my kid. I, make, I will say, my uncle, he has a. A death-threatening peanut allergy. Okay, like if, if one now note oil that. Or peanut falls into his Chinese food, like he might need the shot. See now, at her preschool, there's only like 25 kids in her preschool. Can't we just hey, if any of you 25 kids has a real severe peanut allergy, no peanuts. Otherwise, it really it really screws it up for the other 24. I, families. I do feel like if it's one, I feel like some of that's on you. Then we got to put some Sit saran wrap on you. Yeah, we'll put you in the cone uh, of shame over there. That dome that Buck has yeah, for his kid. Yeah, it's his sleeping <laughs> I dome. I hate to do this, but when I hear a peanut allergy, I immediately go down the road. You're thinking, I'm like, prove it. I, is everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm deathly. I'm like, I want to see it. I pull the Ferris Bueller. I'm like, roller old bones down here. I want to see... I want to. F- I want you to rub peanut on your skin, and if you go down, we'll do the life saving thing. And th- I need to see it because I just, I have a hard time accepting that that many people out there are going to die because Mister Peanut comes in and licks you on the cheek. My ah. uncle's one of them. I've been at a sit down restaurant where like they've used peanut oil or peanuts in a Chinese dish, and he'll call the waiter over in a in a slight panic and be like, "Excuse me, was, were there peanuts in anything there?" His throat's closing up. He's getting hives. He's scratching. He's, wow. He has got to take Benadryl immediately. And it's again, a whole thing. Your uncle is the first person I've heard with this, so it should not affect every preschool. No. Like preschool should be allowed. And to frankly, have at our old building at 1080, there was we had one coworker who was apparently. Um, they, they, it was like uh, bell peppers, like heated up. They, they they give off some sort of gas or secretion really? that was like that they were very allergic to do to. And we got a company wide email that just said it didn't say like it just said please don't heat up bell peppers in the kitchen. Just, That's all it was. Just and, get rid of that person. <laughs> I like bell peppers, <laughs> so they can't go work somewhere. Right? Okay. Like, I love peanuts in my life. I love kung pao chicken. I love peanut Ooh, butter. Kung Pao chicken yesterday. Love me some Kung Pao. Look, there's a lot of nuts in my life, and I just, yeah, you do you. I'm going to do me. But I do feel bad for people that actually have a, you know, I don't want anyone to do I don't. Survival I, of the fittest. I want my Kung I just want to know, what did we do genetically? Where have we gone wrong that the rise of the peanut allergies? And gluten. And gluten. And gluten is real for some people. Yes. Somebody said yeah. that I, I, I was trying to say that all, no, that gluten's made up no 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 some people can't have gluten but there are a lot of people who say they can't have gluten just like the peanuts who like does it bother your tummy a little or is this debilitating because I'm, I'm guessing it's not debilitating for a lot of people in reason 837,000, why the government continues to be completely moronic the greater idaho resolution uh you know where they're trying to expand idaho and basically take 63 percent of the entire landmass in oregon that did pass the idaho house and now they're calling uh, for talks with Oregon on moving the border. And there are multiple people that sit in the the in the, uh, the high levels of Idaho government 
that say they know that this will never pass, and yet they've spent up to two years working on this. This is the dumbest thing currently going on in our government, and that says something because our government is ridiculous. Wait, dumber than salsa slash bean gate? This is dumber than salsa slash bean gate. It is dumber than salsa. This is dumber. You have, you legitimately, legit, 63% of the Oregon landmass and the Idaho House is like, yeah, we'd like to talk to you about uh, giving it to us for nothing. We would just like 63% because we feel like those people better align with us. Oh, and part of Washington and Montana, we'd like to take you too. I can't believe we have people that we are paying. We are paying in our taxpayer dollars to govern us. And this is what they're spending doing with their time. Sounds like and with our money. Are actually with paying. our money. I think Idahoans are paying for this, not not us. No, but well, technically not us, but but a, right. but the common taxpayer. The common taxpayer. I, it lived is, in, I lived in Idaho for two different uh, jobs at various points. I'm sorry. It doesn't surprise me in the slightest that uh, their representation would uh, think this was a good idea. It just stuns me. All right, we come back. Uh, I've got some skin news to get to. we got some funeral home news. Uh, and we'll come up with something positive. We've got some cookie news. We'll end on a high note in the news. That when we come back. 10 to the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We're in the middle of In the News. Breaking news. Nimick just dumped water all over his computer. You doing all right over there? I don't want to talk about it. You're in a state of panic as you frantically, you frantically wipe away. It's working now. Does right? he seem more concerned about his computer or the studio? Well, he was. Oh, by far, by far the computer. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like, "Oh man, sorry, I'm not supposed to have water in here." I was like, "No, you can't have food in here. You can have water, and don't worry, we spill stuff uh, in here all the time. Water gets dumped on stuff." People all do the time. have food in here sometimes. You're not supposed to. Oh, but. which is interesting to me. I feel like the food would be easier to contain from the all the electricals than. I, uh, I've publish. had a quick power bar in here, or like pro- not power bar, protein bar. Mm-hmm. Now you've uh, outed yourself, you will no longer be invited back. Yeah, I got my cranberry health mix. Do you see it open? I do not. No, Currently. sealed. I will open it and eat it outside of the studio because I am a rule follower. No, I you, get, no, I you get are told not to do no, something. No, you I don't do it. are not. I follow rules. <laughs> I am a rule follower. I follow rules. You are not. It's kind of a sad story. A, uh, a man described as someone with uh, advanced skills. He died while skiing at Mount Bachelor uh, on Wednesday. And some of his friends think that there uh, may have been a crash involved. Someone else, they say that this guy who was 79 years old, he was out of San Diego, his name was Larry Godfrey. I guess this dude was, he'd been skiing for 50 years. And they said, Larry just doesn't fall, but he fell and broke his neck. And some of his friends are asking um, if anyone has any information, if anyone saw the crash, they just find it a little hard to believe that, that he just went down on his own, fell and broke his neck. But kind of sad news. Like, skiing kind of freaks me out. Anytime I hear one of these, and you get a couple of them every year, like, a lot of people give me crap because I do I do dumb stuff uh, sometimes. But skiing is one of those that just, like, I think that's, like, the most dangerous activity you can do. Like, what other hobby do you have on a regular basis? Like, that and motorcycle riding. I just feel like that's one of those where at least a couple of times a year we're like, this guy's an expert. He said that like, he's been skiing his whole life, and he just he falls down and breaks his neck. Ugh. And you said this was a bachelor? Yeah, Mount Bachelor. See, the one thing I'll say about that is 
Bachelor, sometimes there's not enough cover and the visibility is really bad there. Like, there's not enough tree cover. And so it gets really foggy. If you get the wrong day and you can't see where basically the sky meets the snow, you can hit an edge or something and have something really ugly happen. Yep. You can be a great skier. And if the conditions aren't right, something like that. It can just happen. freaks me out. My buddy, uh, one of my best friends, lives down there. And him and his kids, like, they all do black diamonds down there. And, like, I watch some of the videos of them doing that. And I'm like, there is zero chance you're getting my big ass up there. And hurtling down the mountain, like, you, I mean, you are flying down that thing. But we never talk about skiing. Like, if you have a dumb hobby, like, you know, if you ride motorcycles or if you do martial arts or whatever, or, you know, you, like, you know, get people that do, like, CrossFit, you tell all the time, like, oh, you're, you know, you, it's terrible, you're going to blow out your shoulder. But no one says anything about skiing. And people die all the time. Like, experts. Freaks me out. I've gone snowboarding, like, three times. And all three times, I mean, I'm, also, I'm not good, so I fell a lot. Yeah. I hurt my knee. Yeah. Like, not badly, like, not surgery, but just... Did something to my knee where, like, okay, like I'm going to be limping around for a dangerous, few like, acceptable time. thing that we do as a society is let's strap into something and then go flying down this mountain. Yeah, the last time I was on a slope, I messed up my MCL and PCL. Exactly. Go that way really fast. But I if love something it. it's really gets fun. in your way, turn. <laughs> it just. Well, it's kind of like, do you ever take your mountain bike, like, down a trail or no, down a mountain? No. I don't. Okay. Because you know what? I used to do that. I have a, I have a, a nice mountain bike, uh, mountain bike that I ride. But you know what happens every time I. Like, this happens. I won't go mountain biking for like six months. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I should go. And then you know what happens? Every time I go, you bail. I bail. And I end up be, I end up picking rocks out of my earth. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I remember now why I don't See, do this. You do it on snow. It's a little softer. But it's the same. Not like, much. I know. I haven't taken my mountain bike out in forever because I finally got smart and was like, oh, yeah, I hurt myself. Every time I – now, if you want to ride like a nice flat trail, Sure go for a nice pleasure cruise but if you're downhill mountain biking you're just asking to go see the dentist just sign yourself up right now for the broken collarbone and three thousand dollars in dental bills is you're just you're just asking for it and yet no one thinks hey you go on mountain biking no one's like oh you dumbass They're like oh enjoy it no no very very dangerous and i wanted to end on a uh, a positive note oh joy there's a brand new girl or girl scout cookie what yes do tell Starting this Monday, because you know now you see all the Girl Scouts out there. They're hawking the cookies. I have not seen them yet. Oh, they're coming. I saw them just uh, like a week ago. I ran into my first one. I was like, oh. So it's about that season. It's about that season. And for the first time in years, we have a brand new cookie flavor. You will be able to uh, try the Raspberry Rally. No, fruit flavor cookie. Okay, everything else is chocolate peanut butter. Like, give the fruit its day. It is. It is a thin mint. Oh no! It looks exactly like a thin mint. The outside is a thin mint, but inside, instead of mint, raspberry. Ooh. So it's chocolate mint or chocolate raspberry? Mean? Well, no. The 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 outside is chocolate, and they say it, it 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 has the same crunch. Has the same coating as a. It's it's a thin mint in disguise, but when you break it open, it's not a thin mint. It's raspberry. I'm flavor. a raspberry fan, and I don't think that sounds good. It doesn't sound good at all. Look at you guys! I want some all over tastics, th- some tagalongs. No, hit me with some the, Samo- Samoas. That yeah, it can begin and end at the Samoas. Just well, give me six boxes of those. Starting on Monday, the Adventurefuls look good too. What are the adventures? Chocolate cookie with like the scoop out of it with peanut butter and then chocolate on top. Is that so? New? A lot like a tag along, but it's not dipped in chocolate. It's just chocolate on top. Is that new? I don't uh, think I've heard of that. I don't know, but they look delicious. I've oh. never had one. 
Well, anyway, not to, not to I tried to here. end on a good note, and now everyone's crapping. What's your crapping. Girl Scout cookie of choice? I just was trying to end on a positive. And you know like, what? We will have a taste test. for everybody. Maybe we'll do a taste test when we do our water test. <laughs> Which will never happen, but, you know. I'll, you know what? Next time I see some uh, some Girl Scouts out there, I'm going to buy a box of the Raspberry Rally. we got to freeze them. Don't because bring them into the office. I'm, Nobody wants them. I'm bringing them into Ooh. the office. we got to freeze them. <laughs> We're bringing them into the office. I need to have these. That's the only good way to eat a Thin Mint is when it's it's ice cold. Agreed. And then we'll try the uh, we'll try the Raspberry Rally. I just like that they're out there mixing it up. I know? do, too. And maybe it's better than I'm giving it credit for. It just sounds odd. Innovation. Let's go. Just dancing around those child labor laws. A lot, of people, on a, positive. a lot of people right now, by the way, hard pass. A lot of text line people yeah. not liking the Raspberry Rally. Samoas, Tagalongs, mm. Toffee-tastics. I, I'm, I'm a bastard. I like the uh, the shortbread. Those are good. Yeah, those I'm, are good. Those I'm are a, simple. I'm a simple good. shortbread guy. Now, if you told me, like, shortbread with a little raspberry jelly dollop or something, Ooh, I would yeah. be into that. God, now. See, now we're... Talk I to, thought that's my mom makes raspberry a, every every Christmas. Yeah, the little, cookies. So and she good. puts raspberry jam in them, and it's a short, it's a soft shortbread cookie. Those are delicious. damn it, you boys are right. That is that's the way to do raspberry. Yeah. We solved this problem. You give me a cold glass of milk, though. Some of those shortbreads. <laughs> now we're talking. Fantastic. All right, we come back. Hot five to five. Prime time here on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.